Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Two Friends Watch. You're listening to episode nine. I'm Josh. I'm Summer. And we're the two friends. Summer, it's been a few weeks, right? It's been like two weeks. Uh, yeah, most of that's my fault. No, I was I was up on vacation that first week, and then that second week you had stuff going on. Mm-hmm. So we've been pretty MIA, but now we're back. Are we better than ever, though? Um, maybe, because we've adopted someone for this episode to be better than ever. That is true. That is true. Um, yeah, Summer, our guest this week, this basically is just becoming a tech theater reunion at this point, right? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'd like to welcome Will Schmid. Will, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. Will, it's been... I don't think I've talked to you since pre-virus. I don't Is think that right. So. I don't think so either. I think it's been it's been how, far too how long. Have you been? How have you been dealing with all this? Uh, it's been you know it's been a roller coaster up and down, but it's it hasn't been bad. It hasn't been bad. You know. Anything interesting happen for you, or just kind of no, just, chilling, quarantine, just kind of chilling and quarantine. How about you? Anything interesting happening to you? Um, let's see. I got chickens. Is that cool? That is pretty they cool. Don't, they don't lay eggs yet, but oh, yeah, that's the thing. Oh, I started a podcast. Will oh, you did? I did. Oh, where can where can yeah. I listen to that at? Um, you can listen to that on Spotify, okay, Apple Podcasts, okay. Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, so it's like everywhere. So natural. Well, so far, me and Summer have been picking the movies, but this week we had the guests pick the movies. Why don't you introduce what you what you picked for us? So. I made the selection of Jojo Rabbit. Yes, from yes. last year. Did you last you year. saw this in the theater, am I right? I did, yes. Yep. I remember you talking about it in yes. class once and you were absolutely in love with it. I, I think it's an amazing movie and watching it now for the second time. It's my first time watching it since in the theater. And I think it still lives up to um the hype that I gave it before. I think it's an amazing movie question though which theater did you go to which you theater our guy or amc uh oh that's a tough i think i am an mjr guy but i can't remember if i saw it at mjr or amc but that's just me yeah are those, i love mjr are those the only two options if you go to a third party are you no i mean you go to imagine those are just the main three that are around us yeah mm-hmm. just wondering if i would get shunned Summer, I looked into it. I know AMC is opening tomorrow, but it's not opening in Michigan. I didn't We're think still... so. I'm so disappointed. I, It's like, I'm not going anyways because of health concerns and stuff, but I like the option to go. Yeah. Like if you were really rebellious one night at 8 p.m., then that could be an option for you. <laughs> yeah, dude, I saw that um, Walmart was actually doing drive-ins soon. <laughs> drive-ins like in the parking yeah. lot they're gonna turn their parking lot into drive-in theaters at night that and i'm like cool. all right all right gang we're heading to walmart <laughs> i feel like that would spread more disease than ever recorded before not even necessarily no, the virus yeah yeah but drive-ins yeah. are pretty safe though yeah i've gone to two so far i think yeah two of them since quarantine they've been pretty good oh what'd you go see uh, so, so far it's just been reruns they've been showing because nothing's getting released, but we saw Captain Marvel, I think on Father's Day, and then just last weekend we saw Back to the Future. 
Oh, Summer, we need to do, we need to do Captain Marvel. We should. We did Wonder Woman. We need to do Captain Marvel. Yeah, because I actually like that movie a lot. So I got sidetracked. Uh, Jojo Rabbit is um, basically, it's a World War II Nazi Germany satire where it's this young 10-year-old kid who's part of the Hitler Youth. And he kind of, he's part of it, but he doesn't really get the reasons why or how bad it actually is. And so he finds this, um, after he gets sent home, because he, the whole grenade thing, which is just hilarious. Um, he gets sent home and he finds this not, not uh, Jewish girl hiding in his house in the walls. And so he kind of has to deal with that, but not expose his mother and himself because they could get injured and then he learns over time to be more accepting and kind of part away from the Nazi ways. Um, this is directed by Taika Waititi. Will, have you seen Thor Ragnarok? I have. I, that's the only other film that I've seen of his, but I like what he does so far. Yeah, I mean, in Jojo Rabbit, I mean, he wrote it, directed it, and starred in it. That, you know, kind that's of... always commendable when you can star in it. I mean, yeah. I know Quentin Tarantino is in some of his movies, but he's not that good of an actor. Taika yeah. Waititi is also a good actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, runtime of an hour, 48 minutes. Summer, do you have any problems with this one, runtime-wise? Uh, no, because I, I liked the movie, so I wasn't sitting there like, oh my god, how many times am I going to see Hitler within this two-hour two span? <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> I watched it with my... Uh, my 10 year old little brother and he only complained once so i said we were doing good <laughs> what did he think if that's the most interesting <gasps> can we have your brother on the podcast sorry yeah we'll have ben he listens actually some occasionally really yeah he has his little ipod and he listens on spotify um <laughs> by the way guys we are on spotify so you check it out check us out uh this stars roman griffin davis as jojo I actually found out this is his first movie role. I so know. I was blown away by how good he is, considering it's like one of his first. Yeah. Do you know, has he done anything else before this or just like, like I no didn't theater, check, no nothing? I didn't check IMDb for TV stuff. Okay. But uh, I assume he's done a few TV episodes and then this was just his first big film. He's got one other project coming up. Uh, Thomas E. McKenzie is... Elsa, she was back in the day. She was in the Hobbit movies. I remember those. She was like one of the young girls for the Lake Town. But other than that, she's also a relative newbie. She was great. Uh, Scarlett Johansson is JoJo's mom, Rosie. Summer, you still haven't watched Endgame with Scarlett Johansson. You know, it's, what? It's not me. Okay, well, you don't know the situation. So I started watching all of them by myself, and that's the way I liked it, because then I could be, like, as obnoxious as I wanted to be, because I would watch them in my house. And then my dad was like, ugh, I like these. I want to start all over. So we started all over. And then my mom said, ugh, I like these. I want to start all over. So I had to start over three times, and we still haven't gotten to Endgame, because my mom wants to watch them in order when it's convenient. But you can't. You haven't watched it by yourself or anything? Summer, just watch it by yourself and then watch yeah. it again. I don't have access to it, though. Oh, that's right. Oh, okay. Well, it is on... It's on Disney Plus, right? It should be. 
Then I'll watch. Yeah, I already know. know everything that happens. I'm gonna watch it soon. Yeah, you're like one of the five people that haven't seen it. Yeah, I saw I it twice opening night in theaters. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm a mega what a legend. <laughs> what a legend. I'm surprised you got tickets for twice that night. I barely hey. got tickets for Sunday. I don't I don't know how it happened. I think me and Trey got tickets, and my parents got tickets, and so then I ended up going twice. It was kind of awesome and worth it. I remember those times. Good times. Very good times. Now, we, movies. now we, we go to Walmarts to see Back to the Future. <laughs> yes. Uh, Taika Waititi as Adolf Hitler, you know, that could have easily gone very wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hate it. Didn't hate no. it. No. Uh, there's like a ton of other people in this one. Sam Rockwell's in it. Rebel Wilson. Stephen Merchant. And then I had to put the best for last. Archie Yates as Yorkie. The little chubby uh, yes. best friend. <laughs> Of course, his name was Archie. I was it was on the tip of my tongue because I've seen this guy everywhere, but I haven't. I didn't like he, check the cast or anything. Can he be in everything? Because he's so good. He's so adorable in this. I love when there just has to be that one dinky little kid in every movie that just kind of like wobbles around. Always my favorite character. Uh, yeah, just like the part where he shows up with JoJo's like handing out metal. <laughs> he shows up in a full army uniform with a big rifle and he's like 11 years old not only that but in that scene I'm pretty sure when they go and hug he like kicks his leg up and everything <laughs> even though he's in like an army uniform and has a gun on his back <laughs> I love Yorkie so much uh, so normally Will this would be the part where we go into trivia okay but I found like no interesting trivia, so I'm gonna summer. I'm gonna bring it back. I'm gonna give you a B movie trivia. <laughs> oh, the UK version of B movie was changed to meet a requirement from the BBFC. That's like the rating system. The scene where Ken turns an aerosol cannon to a makeshift flamethrower was changed to show him using a detachable showerhead. Mm, I feel like that has multiple potential connotations. You know, I'm not. I don't like censorship, man. I'm. I'm a little upset. I mean, what's what's the difference, really? What? Where did he get it? What was he using it for previously? That was when he found Barry in the house, and he tried to like exterminate him. But if if you found a man, if you were married with to this part to a woman, and then you found this small little tiny man eating a pea, cheating on <laughs> cheating on <laughs> your wife. Would you go and get the shower head, or would you? What would you do? <laughs> Obviously, you turn an aerosol can into a makeshift flamethrower to. I think burn it's more probable death. than the shower head thing. I'm surprised he was able to do it. You know, because <laughs> really the scene is it the scene in the kitchen or something? No, I thought he was in the bathroom. Oh, he was in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was. Where Ken finds him. I yeah. thought it was and in he's the like, dining he's room. He's like, um, that's the part. That's the iconic line where he's like, he's like, yeah. How do you like the taste of flames? And then he burns the the crap out Did of Did they bear. change the line? I would assume so. How do you like the taste of water? Shower? <laughs> water. <laughs> it's actually pretty nice. I am drinking water right now. I got my my uh, mug, Will. Oh, yeah? It's very fancy. I'm so proud. Very nice. A mug of water. Yeah. Yeah, Summer, I'd recommend drinking something. It's nice. It keeps the fro clean. <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't talk about oh, yeah. my esophagus. Oh, my bad. I was a little overstepping. <laughs> so, anyways, the B movie—that's the film we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, uh, Summer. I wanted to start with you. What's your general take on this, coming from a first-time watch? I really liked it, and you know, I'm always inclined to be like, um, "Is this historically accurate, like costume-wise and like setting-wise?" But that really isn't the move with this movie because they kind of just do whatever the hell they want, and I like it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Once you get to the part where it's like, um, you can take the clones for a walk, and then there's just a bunch of clones of a young boy. <laughs> you kind of just go with the flow. <laughs> um i for one this is my second watch i watched it very shoddily through totally legal means obviously Obviously. on my phone towards award season don't regret it though that was a good time award season but yeah i loved it then seeing it on a bigger i watched on my laptop this time a lot better i just there's something about it yeah some of it could be better but at the same time the aspects that are strong are so strong that it makes up for anything that's a fault yeah and then the cast is just insane so i love it will i need to know your your general take on it my general take well when i first saw it um i went into the theater only really seeing like the trailer and the commercial for it and if you watch the trailer and commercial it looks like just a knee slap comedy that has no like emotion to it or anything like that so that was a really big shock when you walk in the door and after about 20 minutes into the movie you start actually feeling sad for the characters um, while still laughing throughout the way but there's certainly moments where you actually feel really bad for the characters and you have emotion for them it it gets like it's very comedic towards the beginning and the end like yeah but the middle portion is very it gets really dramatic and emotional. I'm like, this takes a turn. Yeah. I mean, I did... Uh, yeah, go ahead. I'm a huge baby. I cry at everything. But I didn't mm-hmm. expect to cry at this movie. Especially, like, after I, we hit the point where you realized Hitler was an imaginary friend, I was like, oh, okay, then I'm safe. And the answer to that is no. I cried twice. <laughs> Hard. Where were, the, where were the points where you cried? Uh, well, after, like, as soon as I sh- saw the, um, uh, Rosie's shoes hanging yeah. is when I started crying. And then I think towards the end, it was like three in the morning. It's fuzzy. But I started crying at the, at the very end, too. I mean, when, when after the war, Archie and Yorkie are talking and Yorkie's like, I need a cuddle. I shed a tear, and I'm like, me too, Yorkie. Me too. <laughs> God, so relatable. Yeah, so that oh. one almost got me, but I held uh, it together. No, but yeah, I think the tonal, this is kind of a negative, I think the tonal shifts are a little jarring between comedy and emotional moments, but yeah. individually they work so well. Mm-hmm. Put together, it's kind of jarring, but you know, once you get into it, you get into it. Yeah. There. Uh, any negatives though, Summer? Um, I'm looking at my mishmash of notes that looks like a psychopath wrote it. Um, nice, nice. No. 
Absolutely nothing. It's just either well, questions, you? things that I noticed, or fa- favorite, like, for, like, favorite lines. That's it. It's been, like, the past two out of three episodes, you've had characters you hated. You hated Timothy Chalamet, and then you hated, um, I think it was someone in Clueless. Clueless? I don't remember. No, because but... Paul Rudd could make up for anyone in Clueless. Ah, yeah, Paul Rudd. Paul Rich be in this movie. Um, Will, what negatives do you have? Uh, I didn't really make a note of anything, um, but I agree with how you said there are some moments that aren't as great as the rest or how the you know comedic relief didn't really mash well with those high-tension moments. But there was nothing that was big enough that I made a note of. So I think if there was, there, might, there for sure are moments where it doesn't meet up to the hype of the rest of the movie, but I still think overall it was a pretty solid movie. Yeah, this is like the first one where we really don't have any hugely negative things to say. Usually we have some major stuff, but not. This is not the B movie. This is actually high quality. Will's classy. I'm very classy. <laughs> some yes. class to this show. Yes. Will, we were watching like such non classy stuff, like 365 Days, this like weird sex romantic Brazilian movie on Netflix. And then Will comes along. He's like, I'm going to show you guys some classy stuff. It's very classy. It has Adolf Hitler skipping around in a field. Exactly. German exactly. shepherds, but not dogs. They're but literal shepherds. shepherds. Yes, clones, yes. all that stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, Summer, I'm start off with you. Your huge positives. What do you got? Huge positives. Okay. Um, I love the little boy, the main character, is like one of the best actors I've ever seen in my life. I love him. I want to pinch his cheeks. Um, (laughs) I think overall the accents were pretty consistent. I mean, I wouldn't say they were amazing, but they were consistent and that's all that really matters. And there was that, that scene towards the beginning where there's like ash after they've burnt all the books and there's tents everywhere. That was really pretty. I did not expect that from this movie at all. And do you have any like big costume stuff though? Come um, from that perspective. I loved all of Rosie's costumes. I, I don't know if they were necessarily always like time period accurate, but I liked them and they really fit her character. Especially the whole shoe thing where they keep focusing on her shoes like over and over again throughout different moments of the movie and then you finally, the final time. Exactly. Love it. Love it. Um, actually, the costume I noticed that I thought you would adore is that that um, Sam Rockwell's costume at the end when he's in, in the battle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he brings it up in an earlier scene, but he goes for like this full-on royal garb and it looks amazing. <laughs> I was just so glad that they brought it to fruition and it wasn't just a thing that I d- that they did for kicks. And it, like, <laughs> added to the scene. <laughs> it wasn't oh, just there. It gave so you something. Uh, Will, your, your tech theater role, we usually do it kind of like summer's costumes. We talk about costumes. What were you? You were, like, production design? Sort of. I mean... I don't know. I did a number of things for tech theater. So I've done like scenic design and then like stage management, which I think would fall under the category of like produce scene stuff. I'd say big fancy technical aspects. What's your favorite? What's my favorite part? Uh, I'm always amazed in movies or TV shows like this about 
when they take that like the scenery of everything and how it looks like they're actually walking down a road from 1945. I personally right. find that amazing. And I think this movie did a great job of that where there was nothing really that seemed out of place when you're watching the movie. Um, from buildings to cars to how they acted to how the sets were dressed. I think it was all phenomenal. Yeah, it's so... When, what? Uh, when you picture Nazi Germany in the 40s, you really don't expect this this bright, very vivid color type landscape, but mm-hmm. Taika brings it to it, but without disrespecting the whole, you know, Nazi movement. Because you could easily do that and make it seem like you're diminishing what the, the Jewish people went through during that time. But I felt it was somewhat respectful, especially coming from Taika Waititi being a Jewish person. Yeah, I think it did it went beyond not, you know, I think it actually mocks what the Nazis were doing and kind of made fun of them and just really showed how stupid everything was that they were doing, you know, to all those people and how idiotic it all was. Exactly. You know, Summer, you know who would have brought class this movie if Taika Waititi was replaced by Adam Sandler? No. That would have <laughs> been really classy. Mm-hmm. No, as much as I love Uncut Gems, the answer to that statement is no. <laughs> it's it's Jack and Jill and Adolf Hitler. <laughs> if you want to do a crossover, then go for it, but I'm not funding you. Um, Other aspects. I think there's a lot of shots that are just really well done. I love the scene where it's his mom and him, and they're walking like alongside the road, and she's placed up there on the rocks. And he's just kind of on the road. It's just a lot of scenery that's just so pleasing to watch. Mm -hmm. Every scene with Rosie in it was probably one of my favorites. Dude, Rosie's great, man. Scarlet, she's really bringing it. She brought it last year because she was in Marriage Story, too. Amazing in that. Yes. I have a question for both of you. Go ahead. You know the part after the German Shepherd scene... When they, when um, the main guy, I forget his name, is like, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean that. Did I misread that? Am I being a stupid teenage girl, or was that massive gay tension? It was definitely, I think it's definitely gay tension. Oh, Thank you God. Sam, Sam Rockwell and then his, like, little buddy? Yeah. Yeah, no. No, we, we shipped them, bro. Yes, for sure. I mean, I think the costume at the end really sells the whole... Uh, and then they had coordinating costumes. That was my favorite part. Is when he they started running away, and he, the other one also had a cape with coordinating colors. <laughs> and then they had like the the music player that would play annoying music. <laughs> yes, I gotta say, really positive. The third act, like the the war at the end, is some of the funniest stuff that I saw last year. I just, I die, especially the part part where Yorkie and Jojo meet, and then Yorkie drops the thing, and just a whole building explodes. (laughs) I was dying. Hmm? I said I was dying. Um, But, yeah, and then there's just others. I think Rebel Wilson's really good in this, and I don't really expect much from Rebel Wilson, usually, but... yeah. Comedic wise, she was good. She was a good addition. I like the one of the first things I wrote down was Rebel Wilson question mark, and like 
<laughs> worry and concern. There's so yeah, there's so much stuff in here that you'd think would go wrong. And with a different director, it could definitely go wrong, but I think it works well. You know how in a lot of movies, like after they're over and done with, like they either put the scenery and the costumes in like a separate warehouse or whatever. Can yeah. you do that with this movie? Uh, that's going to be a creepy warehouse. <laughs> Corpses and Nazi symbols everywhere. I just don't know if like <laughs> if you would even be allowed to keep that. No, no. I've you keep some of the stuff. Freaking that Rosie's costumes are great. Keep yeah. Those around. It just depends. I, I can't imagine they throw away his costume at the very end with all the flamboyant colors and radio on his gun. I... Dude, we need one of those for our, our Shrek play. Ooh, we do. Mm-hmm. Who would wear that? Everyone. The, Everyone. the one guy. For, the... Farquaad? Yeah, Farquaad. Farquaad. I haven't. I think I've seen part of Shrek. This is a weird admittance. I don't think I've seen the whole Shrek. What? Wow. I know. I didn't see the whole B movie either, Summer. I'm, I'm behind on the times. What do you, but now I have. You didn't even watch the whole B movie, even though no, you constantly no. bring it up? Before we did the episode, I had never seen it. Yeah, I know. I was yelling you at you about that, too. I can't I know, believe I you haven't seen too. the whole Shrek. Have you seen the the second one, the third one? No, I have I've Shrek 2. I've for sure never seen any of the sequels. I have what? Shrek 2 on VHS sitting on my shelf for decoration right now. I could tell you, like, the plot of Shrek and some scenes, but it, there's definitely stuff in there that I haven't seen. We have to do that as an episode, then. Yeah, we'll do Shrek. Well, you can come back for sure. We'll do it right before if we even have a play this year. Mm, yeah. Automatically ruin Will's high-class streak. Who <laughs> <laughs> Will comes back for Shrek is high-class, though. Yeah. Is it? I mean. Yes, uh, I yes. So. I'd say Shrek 1 is high-class. It's a beautiful love story between an ogre and a princess. Now, Shrek Forever After, I think that's a different one. But Shrek 1. Classy. Classy. I don't even know the name of it. You haven't even seen it. I know. I'm I'm just good with like that. We'll do Shrek one time. But, you know, back to back to Jojo. I want a name. I want to be named Jojo. So Jojo Rabbit or just Jojo Dobson? Jojo Dobson. Okay. Jojo Siwa and Jojo Rabbit <laughs> crossover. No. Fight. Ooh. They fight. That's better. If they because fight, they're both tiny. that's different. Yeah, they're both like really tiny, aren't they? No. <laughs> Jojo Siwa is 17 and like 5 foot 9. She would stomp that little boy into the ground. Is Jojo Siwa 5 foot 9? Yeah, she's taller than me. Why do you know the exact height of Jojo Siwa? Yeah, why Siwa? do you know that? Because, <laughs> stop accusing me. One, I have a little sister. Two, she has a TikTok that I frequently hate watch. Oh, that's not healthy. That still doesn't explain the height thing, though. Yeah, you, you think... like, had that right on hand. No, I, I think I Googled it because I was like, oh, she's older than me. And then I Googled, like, her car. Because I don't know if you know this, because she has, like, three cars that are wrapped with her own face. <laughs> Yeah, it was just yeah. a part of that car, whole research. The face car is creepy. Not a fan. <laughs> I would say ranking JoJo's, I, JoJo Siwa at number two, and then JoJo Rabbit at number one. 
And then JoJo Dobson at number three. Yeah. Oh, whoa. <laughs> number. I'm not lower than JoJo Siwa. I don't know, man. You made the first two on the list. I just said I the did. third one. That was completely I, subconscious. You are a subordinate to JoJo Siwa. Into a corner. Um, Summer, how'd you feel about Elsa, the Jewish girl? I really liked the way she was written. I didn't find anything that was wrong. I liked that she's just like, at any given moment, I'll cut off your Nazi head because I can. <laughs> I really I honest... had no problem with her whole character, and I figured Nathan was dead the whole time, but yeah, it was interesting to see how that played out. I think she can get a little overshadowed at times, but honestly, she might be my favorite performance in this whole whole film, besides uh, Yorkie, obviously, but uh, yes, <laughs> obviously. She brings such depth, and she's not even that old as a as an actress. Now, how old yeah, is she? Very yeah, how old is she? Uh, she's playing a sixteen year old. Usually, you cast older, so I would say, I would guess she's nineteen twenty. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Will. Yes. What? What's your favorite scene? I'm gonna ask you that. Ooh, that's a tough one. My favorite yeah. scene. I really like. Right off the bat, um, it's not really a scene, but the whole uh, camp, like, I guess scene. The whole camp scene right at the beginning of the movie. Oh, the camp stuff's great. Yeah, I think it's great because it kind of, I, right off the gate, that's really mocking the whole Nazi thing. And it almost, it takes like normal summer camp and it mixes it with training youth Nazis. And it just ties it all together and makes it kind of like look like the kids are just having fun, burning books. And throwing daggers and wearing gas masks and learning <laughs> about Jewish people and how they have antlers. I, I felt so bad that all like the ten year old boys gotta do all these war tactics and the girls are like, You can learn cooking. And how to get pregnant. <laughs> that hit different. I didn't <laughs> accurate, but I didn't like it. Uh it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah, the camp stuff. That that's why I say the beginning and the end are probably the funniest parts of the film. Yeah, for sure. Summer, what about you? What's your favorite? favorite I have part? two. My okay. Most favorite is when, um, he finds his mother's shoes hanging because I was like, oh, all of this build up, and I didn't even notice it. What the hell? What the hell? Now every time I watch this movie and I see her shoes, I'm gonna cry. But my second yeah. most favorite is when <laughs> um, Hitler and the little boy are having the conversation where he's laying in the bed and he's like, well, you're spending a lot of time with that Jew up there. And he's like, I just don't want a dead person in my house. And Hitler goes, well, yeah, I want mo- more dead people in my house, please. I don't know why I liked it so much. <laughs> I low-key want to see uh, Tychus Hitler and Jojo go to therapy and have someone mediate them. <laughs> That'd be a good one. Yeah. Do you think uh, he survived the fall though? No, I think I think Hitler's gone, man. Exactly. The best uh, I love the early parts of Hitler and he's always trying to offer him a cigarette. <laughs> and Joe <laughs> keeps getting mad at him. Uh Tiger's so good. He played what was he in Thor? He was Korg, right? The big rock guy? I don't remember. You yeah. remember the big rock guy, though, right? Yeah. yeah. That was him. That was? Okay. 
So he's oh, usually sick. leaning towards those comedic sides. Yeah. Um. So Summer, what else do you have to add? Because I'm don't have too much. Oh, hold on. Um. I just wrote like a ton of stuff, like. Every time I liked something, I was in, like, a quoting mood. And you're, like, <laughs> third favorite scene. You're only, you're a full soldier. You're only 11. I know! <laughs> uh, yeah, anything with Yorkie is top tier. Yeah. Top tier. Uh, yeah. yeah. What else can I think of that I need to be added We've covered most. I love the scene at the end where they're dancing. And I feel like it'd be super awkward in real life because there's no music. There know? was a little, yeah. but it was distant. But, no, it's great. That's that's the best part. Like, that's the best? That's your favorite scene? Yes, for sure. The dancing scene at the end. Okay. Love it. How do you guys feel about, like, I feel like, I don't want to call it a trend, but it's happening more often where movies just barely end like that like there's a lot more that could have happened and they just kind of stop it right there oh you mean like instead of like a big third act finale it's more the story kind of ends where it just they naturally feel like it's gonna end yeah yeah like did you guys watch um king of staten island yeah that's i did not well, you have to. I, I know. I've wanted to watch it. I just haven't been able to yet. Well, you have to. There's no other option. Yeah, that sorry. movie also has kind of just an ending. I I, I love the kind of thing because it just make it, it really it makes you feel weird, and then you think about what happens after that. Yeah. Yeah. It it just depends on what type of type of film you're making because sometimes, especially like if it's a blockbuster thing i find those type of endings do not work and it really just feels like they ran out of time but with smaller indie films if you use it right an abrupt ending can really work Mm -hmm. i thought it worked really well in this movie personally because i don't there was nothing else i think that should have been added i think how it was left it really solved the whole the entire story throughout the movie if they were to continue that would be beginning a new story about them together yeah, you know. it pays off that that earlier scene where she talks about dancing, and it just kind of leaves you in a happy place. Yeah, and it connects back to his mom when uh, she asks, "Is it scary out there?" And he says, "Most definitely." And then he opens up the door. That's another callback from earlier in the movie. Oh, I loved that part. Summer, do you feel at all bad about caring about some Nazi kids? Here's the like thing. Like Yorkie. Because Yorkie was never really reformed like JoJo. The reason but I, still cared about I don't feel as bad is because, like, when you were in the army, you didn't necessarily know what was going on. And even you, you heard Yorkie say, like, I don't see what all the fuss is about with these Jews. They look like people. <laughs> They, they're just kind of doing it because that's what their society is telling them to do. And they're just like, oh, well, it's time to go in the army and fight for this country because that's what we're supposed to do. It's not like a deeply rooted hate for Jewish people. The only one I felt kind of odd is that they kind they try to give Sam Rockwell, the captain guy, 
sort of a redemption thing at the end. And I'm like, I don't think he, he still did some pretty bad Nazi stuff, I would assume. So well, giving yeah. him a redemption thing is kind of an odd feeling. I don't know. I mean, he helped out um, Jojo and Elsa when he read the birthday on the card that basically saved her life from the, those guys that were inspecting their house. Right. So I think all along he was helping the other side, um, probably helping his mom, and that's how he knew to come help when the house was getting inspected. Well, he just kind of showed up. Yeah. So. Thank you for reminding me. That's when I cried is when he started, when that um, Sam Rockwell started getting pulled away. And, like, the kid was screaming. That's when I started crying again. <laughs> oh, Summer. Shedding those tears. Man. Constantly and frequently. All right. Do you guys have anything else to add, or are we going to rate this thing? I think we can rate it. All right. Will, so. our rating system is for you and the guests. We rate out of five Bs. You can do half Bs, but it's out of five Bs. So five we're going to start with you, buddy. Or well, what, what do Bs stand for? Uh, it's symbolic of our first episode being the B movie. Okay, all right. Yeah, they stand for nothing. Okay. They're just stupid. Yeah. I am going to write this at a... Can I do more than a half B? Can I do like a .64 B? I'll um, permit it because Josh never lets it. me. Summer okay. did it last time, I, I swear. She did like .75. All right. Because sometimes well, just, that's just how I feel. Yeah, no, that's cool. Well, I'm going to rate it at a 4.85B because I find the movie to be, as I said already, I think it's beautifully written. The acting is amazing. Um, There are those moments where the comedy and the intense moments don't really mash up well, and there are some of those moments where it could have been better. But I think overall, it was a phenomenal movie. Definitely, I could watch it four more times and still feel the same emotions towards the characters and still... Be shocked every time I see her shoes hanging and never, never just, I'm never going to see that coming. I don't think, even though I know it's going to happen, I'll still be surprised. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know about you, but I'm really glad it's streaming now. Cause it's been, it was like almost a full year between my first and second watch. And once I rewatched, I'm like, I should watch this more often. This is really nice. Yeah. As soon as I started this movie, I texted, um, Joseph, and it was like, we have to watch this together. Oh, yes. Stop the Barbie marathon. Put on your favorite Nazi comedy and just, you know. My entire life is just like a spaced out Barbie movie marathon. <laughs> Summer, uh, rate this thing for me. Um, I think I'll go 4.8. Very close to Will. It was very similar opinions. I really liked it. I want to watch it again and again and again. Some of my favorite lines ever. And I lo- I cannot get over the shoe thing. Um, you cowards. I'm going to go five Bs. Wow. <laughs> That's okay. what real men do. No, it's, it's great. This was on my top ten of last year. I moved it up a few spaces after rewatching it. Mm. There's just something about it that speaks to me and i i get that there's like this tonal jarring jump between comedy Mm -hmm. and emotion and normally that would detract it but like just you can connect with a film that you can ignore some of this stuff that are its faults yeah i mean yeah i think a lot of it does work a lot of those jumps from it being serious to it being funny i think a lot of it works a lot of the time and it really adds a lot of that relief because of 
they didn't add that in there or they did it completely wrong, you obviously couldn't make it through the movie, it being that serious or not funny or too funny the entire time. So I think it worked a lot of the time. It works for sure. So, Will, a lot of the time towards the end of these episodes, we do a thing where we talk about potential sequels or spinoffs. But personally, I don't think this needs anything. No, I don't think so either. So instead, I'm going to pitch to you, what do you want to see Taika direct next? And I know oh. he's, he's doing the Thor sequel, but something okay. new. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think if he was going to direct something again, it would have to be another, um, not like another block, not a blockbuster thing. I think it should be something like this again. I don't know of anything off the top of my head that I think he'd be good for, but I think he has the ability really to do anything and do anything amazing as he showed us in this movie. Yeah. Summer, you got anything? I just can't wait for him to write to write something else like i loved this i loved everything about it and i think I he might know. have a movie coming out this year called next goal wins it's like a sports movie okay and then i know he's working on a star wars movie oh yeah yeah he's directing one and writing one. Oh, that'll be cool so that's a really fun thing to do um hmm what would i i think what I'd like to see him do at some point is try his hand with an animated movie. I know he was working on this is a movie called Akira. It's an anime. I know he's working on a live action one, but I'd love to see what he can do with the animated format. Cause think if you get like the animation style of like a spider verse with the writing capabilities of Taika, <gasps> you could bring something really special. Yeah, I was just about to ask if you had a preference on animation style because that's a big thing. No, I don't want the I don't want the cheap, you know, illumination CGI that you get from like Despicable Me or something. I want two D. Not it doesn't have to be two D, but like in that style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's. I do. I'm excited to see where Taika goes next. I do need to check out some of his older stuff because I've heard good things, but so far what I've seen. Great guy. Mm-hmm. Indeed. I believe one Oscar, too. When I remember for... This is an adapted screenplay, because it's uh, based off a book that didn't have an imaginary Hitler. Oh, so that was okay. a great addition. Just the cherry on top. I guess top. that's trivia. I missed... I missed. I could have added that. So that I gave stupid B-movie trivia about Ken. <laughs> Why did they censor? It's just a flamethrower. It's not a huge deal. I guess, like, it is a kid's movie, and it's a, like they didn't want anyone getting a, any ideas. Mm. Just fair, but yeah. not exciting. <laughs> Mom, I found a fly in the, in the bathroom. Quick, get the flamethrower. <laughs> uh, Will, w- yes. do you have any projects or anything you want to plug? Uh, I do not currently know. You you plug your socials too if you want people to follow you. Oh, I don't care that much. I'm good. Also, I don't know that off the top of my head. So nice. Um, we're actually summer. We have something to plug this week. Do we? We I made an Instagram for two friends watch. Oh, sick. At two friends watch. So basically, right now I don't have an email set up, which is mostly just me being, um, busy on my part and lazy. But if you want to reach us or the show, 
just DM us on Instagram at two friends watch and uh, we'll be quick to respond. And, you know, you can check there for, I'll post about upcoming episodes and there's a link there to the, the show <laughs> and it's good stuff. Very good. I'm... Summer, is that you violent, co- violently coughing? I have a spectator. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Hi spectator. Everyone say hi to Jessica at the end of the episode. Okay. All right. Well, that's All right. it for me, Summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have no reviews again. Disgusting. Awful. What a disgrace. Uh, we will never get reviews, but we're asking you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you listen. And that's it for us. Uh, we'll see you all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.